0: Aren't that yeah. much of a threat. <laughs> you know what? That was the first game that really finished me off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that was the first game. That was the game that finished me off. Santos.
1: Oh, I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep hearing this. I was empty. It's not my fault if you can't fill your stadium. It? It's not my fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
0: Tell no them. No there, like. Tell them. The Breakdown
1: Podcast. yo that intro always gets me you know (laughs) (laughs) oh man yes man welcome 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 to another episode of the breakdown podcast uchi by the football supplement well we have two of the boys joining me today one member down who um who's who's totted up Five million cards, so he's out of tonight. He'll be back next week. Um, but yeah, man, boys, how are we doing? Kofi, what are you saying, bro? Um, no, I'm good.
2: Obviously, I'm in a little bit of a high, but you know, after you know, Chelsea's um world championship win and all the rest of that, completing the absolute set the absolute set so t it's, it's, it's very very nice to very very nice to join you um you know i'm not going to go on to jeremy i can't do that i'm sorry but you understand that i never a little club <laughs> hey listen we may be little but uh we've done something that only two other clubs in this country have done so to you be know fair. it's lovely but so yeah, now so on that so on that premise, I'm good. But obviously, there are a load of other things I'm not happy about. But we'll get into it later, Ooh, innit? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the, that's the main thing, bro. Um, it's it's a big achievement to, to be honest with you. So I, I I definitely see where you're coming from, and I uh, you know I, I could relate to that a little while ago. So I know how yeah. you feel. Um, but yeah, man, Jay, what are you saying, bro? What are you saying? How's it going, boy? Yeah, man, I'm good.
0: Uh, yeah okay so i haven't won the champions league or the club or a cup or whatever good for you man um but so no arsenal this weekend but um spurs did play um and they they provided probably something a bit better um, having some some comedic um moments in their game so i'm good mad 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 mad
1: that's jokes bro well it sounds like it's very london centric so so we might as well kick off um and with you, Kofi, and and, and pick up on mm-hmm. how you're feeling, bro, after a big, big, big win across the weekend.
2: Yeah. What's your assessment? Um, um you know what, it's gonna sound mad, and it sounds like obviously I've got very high standards being a fan, and you know, not just a fan, but just football, just a football man in general. And if I had to be honest, the two games that we played, performances weren't great. Um, I mean, the opposition that we came up against—you would have expected Chelsea, you know, being champions of Europe anyway, and just generally being one of the more elite sides in the Premier League—they should have actually won this a lot more convincingly than they actually did. Um, where not, where not for a fortunate handball. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. The handball that that was given—I think that was very, very fortunate that we actually got that. Um, because, I mean, where, where was my man supposed to go? It was point-blank range. And at that mm. point, it's, you, you know what I mean? Like, these, his arms were actually close to his body. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you jump in the air. You can't jump in the air with both your arms, like, <laughs> close yeah. to you, like a fish. You can't jump like a fish. So, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I was going to say, Jay, you're you on mute, though, bro. Oh,
1: I, was, <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say he
0: turned around as well, hadn't he? The, yeah, uh, the he yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, but, like, I, I felt like it was really harsh. But but even then, like I said, we we're fortunate because we we're four minutes away from going pens, and yeah, it, it just felt really, it was really nice. And like I said earlier, like it's it's good that we can now look at it and say that we're up there in that in that sort of special sort of you know sort of category in terms of like you know people who have done it you know, mm. in in the in the European game, period, in the world game, period, do, do, do you know what I mean? So, it, it's nice to be one of those, but the way in which we did it, again, it kind of papers over the cracks a bit. Like, there, there's still a lot of issues there. And, um, you know, we'll just have to see what this sort of win does and how it galvanises the team going forward because I, I feel like they really need that,
1: man. They do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a strange one with Chelsea because I feel like the last couple of months have been a bit, like hot and cold like? yeah, yeah 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 perfect way bro yeah perfect to it's hot and cold i don't really know what's going on what direction you guys are going in but you keep keep winning the trophies to be fair so mm. um clearly some something happens when you when you guys get competitive and in the moment um i suppose yeah this is this is what roman wanted right he wanted those those trophies in the cabinet and Man like Thomas Tuchel seems to be delivering it. So yeah. um yeah, bro. How, so how, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the standing right now? Like uh, in terms um, of Tuchel, what he's what he's achieved and where you guys stand at the moment. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty clear
2: now. Um, I think recently I think, I think it came out that Roman was actually going to back Tuchel and he backed Tuchel in regards to how he dealt with the whole Rom situation as well. Now, okay. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard of a time where Rom has actually come out and actually really come out to defend or back his man like that. Mm. So I think, I think it kind of indicates that, yeah, this summer, I think Tuchel is really going to get what he wants this time around. You know, he had the half season, he won Champions League, got to the FA Cup final, although didn't win it, cool. He got his trophy, he got his contract. Mm. He got the one marquee signing. We all know how that's going already. Fair enough. Whether that was two calls signing, whether that was the club's one, it remains to me. We, we're never going to really know. Do you get me? We're going to deliberating, you know, it is what it is. But um I think this summer, I think it's like Tommy's time to do what he wants to do. I think it's his time. Um so with that being said, he's had he's had an amazing one year. Um officially now. Um I know it's just passed. He's had an amazing yeah. one year. He's made it to every final um that that's you know, that's been presented to him um that he's reached himself he's won all but one trophy mm. as well out of those finals also um so i, I mean I, I can't i can't praise him more than i have already for, for mm. the job that he's actually done and you know what if we were to let him go i could not even imagine he would come in to take his place at this point in time and even come close to doing what he's done within a short period of time. If it was trophies that Roman wanted, he's got that. I know the last piece of jigsaw puzzle will always be playing the attractive football that will allow us to sort of, you know, not, not sort of eclipse, but at least reach the sort of standards that a Man City or Barcelona or Bayern have set out. You know, Chelsea have always been a monstrous team in Europe. Always been that, but they've never ever had the title of one of the best footballing size, They're lovely mm. to watch. You want to go and watch them. You know they put on spectacles. You know they're, amaz- they're amazing. To watch this, that, and the other. They don't capture the imagination of of a standard football fan because the way that they've done it, they've done it in a very very mechanical way. You know there've mm. been times there've been times of brilliance. Don't get me wrong. Over the last um, seventeen, is it? No, nah, twenty years, almost twenty years now that Romance been has been there, but it's been really? fixed and burst, you know. So um yeah, I, I like I think now's the time that yeah, I think he's trying to solidify that sort of status. So we'll have to see. We we'll have to see. Mm. That's
1: yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting, well, go on, go on, fam.
0: Yeah, no, I was just I was just gonna say, um say or ask actually, where do you think like, uh, this can go. This can go to anyone, really. Where do you think, like, um, now that Chelsea have won every, every cup available to them, um, and they've done it in a in quite a quick amount of time as well, and obviously yeah. Roman's Roman's investment and his leadership has whether whether it's the way, frankly, um, Kofi, particularly you, you would like it. Where do you think, like, now that that's you've got to this point? what's like the next step for for Chelsea? Is it just to continue to win titles by any means necessary? Or do you think that the club now are going to take stock of where they've got to, what they've achieved and say, okay, right, the next iteration now is to to make it so that the club is is consistently... I know Chelsea are obviously consistently challenging for yeah. trophies, but it, it seems like it comes by, you know, boom and bust type of type of situation or big highs and then lows and then highs and then lows and managers getting chopped in that. Do you think the club now will look at it and say, right, we need to stabilise ourselves, have a way of, a philo- I hate the word, but a philosophy or, a, you know, principles or whatnot, and then actually give the, the manager whoever's in charge. And I think Two Halls, uh, he's... In terms of European football, top coaches, he's one of them. He's one of the top coaches. He's, I think, as well been able to marry up um, pragmatism, which has obviously mm. allowed him to, you know, win trophies now, win the biggest trophies. But also, we all know that his background is playing like an attractive way, attractive mm-hmm. way of playing football. So, mm-hmm. and he, you can see he's trying to marry those two things up. But he needs obviously backing from the the club and it's not just um it's not just backing financially it's backing like you know what allows to make a few mistakes here and there allow the team to grow allow some positions on the pitch to grow so that we can get there do you think that the club are now prepared to do that with Tudor whereby they haven't really been prepared to do that wholeheartedly with other other managers that have been there
2: I mean for me I'd hope so that's what I could generally say I hope so um but I know Mark's not here, but as he, this, this has always been his stance, and I think this is a lot, you know, the stance of a lot of fans out there. This is Chelsea. We they, they have a track record of saying they're gonna do this, but they go back to type, and you know what, it works for them. Do you get what I'm saying? But for me, like I don't know how old Roman is right now. I think he might be in his 60s, early 60s now, if I'm correct in saying, I don't know, or late 50s. Mm. My man's not gonna be alive forever. To be around to keep on sanctioning these sort of these sort of things, do you get what I'm saying? So for Chelsea, as a as a club, as an institution, to to live on past even us and going forward, there's got to be there's got to be foundations set in place. And I look at what Man City are doing, and to an extent, what Liverpool are now trying to do, yeah, with with their styles. They found they've those two teams in particular, and I. Refer to those two because they have them to have been the most dominant. So it'd be wrong for me not to not to refer to them right in England. So um they have now found a formula. They found a way of winning, a way of competing year in, year out. Whether that's through the quality of players or the type of profile players they've got, because we've spoken about for profile players before, right? Whether they um, whether they fit in or don't fit in all the rest of it. Liverpool now for example have caught um Lewis Diaz and then we talk about um, Diego Jota coming in, Diego Jota coming in, and people thinking, oh, he's going to be a bench warmer. Look, his output now. These are players that fit within the type of style that Liverpool now embody under Klopp. And I'm sure when Klopp goes, if Liverpool would be really silly not to look for a manager that has similar similar principles to what Klopp has to continue that same sort of um, sort, same sort of trend. Go. It's the same with City. If Pep goes his successor has to be able to continue on the job that, that he's that he's actually done. So that's what I feel like, oh, that's what I'd hope Chelsea now do. So Thomas Tuchel now, right now, for right now, as it stands, he starts it. So if he then just leaves in however many years' time, we've got to have a set foundation, a set way of playing, and be the sort of team that's always been known to compete. The one club that I look at and I envy, not even the envy so much because, you know, they're not in the English league, but as Bayern Munich. Obviously, there are several reasons why they dominate the, their league, but the fact—the fact of the, the matter is that they do it. They are mm-hmm. always there, and whether we—I think all of us would agree—would love for our own clubs to be able to dominate the way they dominate their league. It will never likely happen in England, but the, the continuation, the relentlessness in which they do it, is something that I would want. So, to answer your question, yeah, uh, I'd hope that the club do go down that, that route, and you know, decide to change their ways. Um, because the boom and Bus thing is not sustainable, man. It's just not.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I feel like um, Chelsea. I feel like maybe that's in theory. has been trying to, it's been trying to 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 reveal itself, but just not being able to to implement it because of that desire, like you were saying, to just win. So I guess my my thing is. Is there going to be a structure that's going to be input in place to create, I guess, a bit of leeway for the manager to come in, whoever it is, and okay, things might not necessarily be as successful for I don't know eighteen months, two years, whatever it is. But can Chelsea are are they willing to do that? Basically, (laughs) it's the question because we've seen it. You know, a manager come in, have success, and a year after, you, you know, he doesn't, he he doesn't, he can't replicate it, and then he's gone. But mm. we all know, like in the in the in the grand scheme, like, in, like football works in cycles. And the thing is, like if you don't accept maybe a, a little bit of a low period or the, the possibility of it, it's gonna be very difficult to create that structure of and that mm. plan to to you know succeed over a long period of time. So um in theory, I would love to say that I could see Chelsea doing it, but with Roman's ruthless nature, as long as he's there but I can't really see it because he seems to cut through. <laughs> you know what? I actually thought that Lampard might be the first one to get it because he, he got a little note, didn't he, from, from yeah, Roman he and he stuff. <laughs> I thought he was going to be the first one, but, you know, he, he he had to bite the dust as well. So,
2: boy. No, 100. 100 and, and this is what I'm saying. Like, for me, I think, I think the key thing is now, this is why I'm saying I hope it happens mm. because I think it's very, it's very big. Of him to come out and actually defend Tuchel the way he did and actually back him, mm. if 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 that's the first time he's done that in his whole in his whole twenty years to actually come out publicly, actually come out back his man and say no, he's done the right thing. Obviously, he didn't come out to media, but th- this is the word behind the background and all the rest of it, right? Then I am a strong believer that yeah, he's actually going to give full reign to this guy to do what he has to do. He's going to because he's proven himself. He's won. He's won the Champions League. And he's won a trophy that the club have never won mm. within with, within the space of twelve months. Like that's never been done. So what what more do you need a man to be able to actually prove to you to let you know that yeah I am your guy. You know, mm. give give me freedom to do what, what I need to do, and I'll make you proud. Type thing. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like Tukul knows what he steps into. He, he he pretty much said it like in his first in his first presser. Do you know what I'm saying? He knows what he knows the job that he walked into. He's a, he's very aware. He's not silly. So. Um yeah, we we just have to wait and see, man. But I, I do agree with you. I don't I doubt it happened, but I hope it does.
1: Mm. It's quite interesting that that you mentioned how um how intentional Tukul was when he took on the job. Because I mm. remember he did a couple of interviews and I remember thinking, yeah, like we all know that is obviously a, he's a smart manager, he's 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 um he's a progressive manager and stuff as well. But um I've not seen anybody be that open before. And maybe it's just the situation with Chelsea that it demands that, that listen, there's been a, a, a history of this thing. So mm. I'm not going to come in here with, with my eyes closed, but I know what it is, like what you're saying. But he was very open. And I wonder if now, I wonder how much that Champions League win has changed the dynamic. And obviously you've got the contract, right? Did he get what, mm-hmm. was it 12 months or? Um, they, extended, they extended it, um, two years for two years yeah that's quite a big thing i think and i wonder now what the dynamic is because obviously there's a couple of things that have happened to test the waters like you're saying with the roman thing coming out and backing them with lukaku like and lukaku openly doing that as well makes me think well we spoke about it on here i i thought that that spoke to lukaku and his stance Mm. and how he feels about the club but clearly obviously tukul's played a bit of a blinder so I, I wonder how that changed the dynamic. Because also as well, I think about who would you get? Like you said, after who who would you get? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think it'd have to be some
0: some new up and coming manager now, because he might have run through a lot of managers. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it'd have yeah. to be one of these, or you'd have to. I don't know if um Gus Hiddink is, is um hmm. still there on standby. Also also, Rafa's Rafa's been freed up as well. Oh, yeah, so I don't know if you... <laughs> please, leave it, man. But yeah, I, his I, perfect, I could man. <laughs> I can do it. Nah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I could only see like Chelsea probably going for like one of these up-and-coming managers that are showing a lot of promise. But mm. you know, but that's in itself harping back to kind of like a, a Lampard a Lampard type era where it's a lot of potential rather than um, um, you know. Guaranteed um success. So I don't know. I feel like with Roman, he runs this thing like a business, isn't it? And it you your your way of staying in your job is basically continuously succeeding, continuously being on point. Um when when you know when you come to do your appraisal, obviously they don't do their appraisals with him, but when you come to do your appraisal, like you've achieved something, you've achieved your targets or you've overachieved your targets. And if you underachieve in their eyes, then it's like, well. It's time to to part it's, so i think that kind of fundamental thing um that way of running the club would have to change um but like like t said it's it's difficult to see that they do it for they do it for two whole um but i think he would be the manager to do it for i think he's got a clear idea of how he wants to play you can see Particularly like before you got a few injuries, um, particularly to like Reese James and Chilwell, you could see that Chelsea were starting to play some ball. Like they were really starting to, you know, the kind of things that we see like Man City do, we see uh-huh. Liverpool do sometimes as well. Chelsea were in there as well, doing that those kind of things and just putting teams that were on their level, they were just getting put away. And then obviously injuries came in, and you know, it's been a bit of a, you know, like you said, up and down, a bit of a slog for Chelsea, but yeah, I think that that way of running the club, and aside from Abramovich as well, the other characters, like, is it Maria, who's the... Yeah,
2: yeah, Marina. Marina, Marina, yeah.
0: Marina, Marina, sorry, yeah, Marina. Um, Czech as well, I'm not sure what Cech's role is in as well. He's got some sort of directorship role as well.
2: Yeah, so so he's kind of like the sporting director. He's kind of like the the link between the coach and then Marina.
0: Do you get the what I'm arena, saying, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yes. And then I guess there's probably other people that are there, like the way that that operates as well, so that you get a situation where, like, like you were saying, Kofi, like with Liverpool now, they've got a clear identity. So if Klopp was to leave, the next man that comes in knows this is this is our identity as a club. So if you're not fitting into this, then you're you you won't fit into the club and not getting a job. Same thing we've, we've seen. Um, so, yeah. it
1: yeah. be interesting to see. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like we're all kind of agreed on what we think, or what we hope could happen, but, mm. <laughs> but we, we, we all agree on the actual way, the reality of it, we should say. Yeah. Um, I guess whilst we're on that that kind of context and Chelsea in Europe and, and their achievements, we should, we should probably talk about the Champions League. Um, Which is back? Yeah, man. This week, boy. I've missed it. I'm not gonna lie. It's the it's the, the
0: val- uh, what which we're recording on Valentine's Day, innit? So and it's it's back tomorrow. So yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's football Valentine's yeah. Day gift to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I was gonna bro. say.
2: I was gonna say like just you saying that out loud. Yeah, I know we're on a live and that, but it's kind of peak, you know. We're <laughs> all here on Valentine's Day talk about football.
0: I don't know. I don't know if you might have done your thing before coming on. Is so, it? Yeah, I oh, don't know. Okay. You have handled it before. So that's why you could be given it all clear to, to be here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I,
2: anyway, I was available. So that
0: tells you get me what, what my situation is. So. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about T, I mean, I'm not sure. About I mean,
1: right, listen. He's, he's got, just, just, like Kofi, just just like Kofi. Just I'm fit and available for selection, and I've I've been I've been selected to appear in the lineup. Some men aren't here tonight. That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying. No, they're not even in the squad. <laughs> some men didn't even get. Some man, you know how. <laughs> You know how I run you because, like, wait, Lingard. We told him to take a break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it oh, might one of those It might be a bit a miscommunication or something. I don't know. But some men are okay. unavailable for selection tonight. So
2: fair play, know. fair play.
1: Yeah, what it is. <laughs> you were
2: saying cha- Champions League. So yeah, let me man. just get the fixtures so we can get yeah. into it. One sec. Hold
0: on.
1: Um. I was actually seeing that um Barella, I think are out for Inter. Yeah, Inter have been playing loads of games recently. Loads of hard games as well. That's huge, though. Yeah. Right? If they're if, if Barella's out and Bastonia, that's huge. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, those are the fixtures there. I don't know if you
2: guys can see it.
1: Yeah. I can just about make it up. Um, yeah. Yeah, first, first hole,
2: up. Yeah, PSG. Real, boy.
1: Oof. Yo. That's a big one. That's probably the the tired the round, isn't it?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's mad. I'm a little bit nervous speaking about this fixture, you know? Because mm. I, I genuinely can't call it. Because PSG or PSG, they've got the players that they've got. And I know Neymar's back in training. Um. Saw him actually moving quite sp- sprightly as well in training. Also <laughs> from from videos that I saw, so he looks like he's he's ready to go. But I, I could, re- you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out and say it. I think Madrid can actually knock them out. You know, mm. I can actually see it. And you see, no, this whole no away goals thing is not even a factor anymore. This is the first season; it's not even a factor. So, it, uh, oh yes, no, yeah, there's no hiding. Man, so you have no, to go out and no win. Re-
0: there's no tactics like in between. What's it called, in yeah, it? it's a
2: slug fest. slugfest. So this mm. is the, this is the mad. moment I want to see it now. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's mad. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, for me,
0: I, like I, I think I watched PSG's last game. Um, they play run uh, league on game, and um, like it was, it Rens gave them a good game. Um, but in the end, that man like Mbappe, bro, I was saying to T like on Friday, like the guy's inevitable, bro. He's becoming <laughs> a bit inevitable, you know what I mean? Like if you if you pick him out. And the dangerous thing I think about PSG now is that quietly Messi is actually just loading up bullets for these guys. Mm. Particularly uh-huh. Mbappe. You know what I mean? Um he's got I think he's got like seven assists and three goals in his last ten games or something like that. Something mad. Um so he's picking these guys out. So in terms of the attack, um, I think probably PSG edge it because you've also got Real Madrid. They've had, um, so yeah, obviously Neymar's been out, but Real Madrid have also had Benzema. Benzema has been very, very key. Um, and we're not sure if he's going to play tomorrow. Um, so I think in attack, PSG probably have the edge, even though I think Di Maria's, is he might have caught injury, I think. Um, but, I don't know man, I can't I can't bet against Real Madrid because Real Madrid seem to have the better all overall game, if that makes sense. Like in terms of defense, midfield and attack. Um and don't forget Vinicius as well. Vinicius has been doing doing bits this this season as well. Um
1: so yeah, I'm gonna go with Real Madrid, but I think he'll be tight. Mm. Yeah, there's quite a few storylines in this fixture. Thinking about it, obviously Ramos and um, Messi, Neymar, Mbappe—they they all have their little, <laughs> their little storylines, their individual storylines going on. It's mm-hmm. quite an interesting one. I wanted this kind of this kind of match up a bit later in the competition, to be honest. But um, yeah, do you know what? I, I can't I can't see beyond Real Madrid's nuts. I think they have a lot of experience, and the fact that they've kind of kept that core of men who've just been there and done it for so long. I think that's going to be telling with PSG. Um, so I see it being a very entertaining game or a couple, couple of fixtures, I should say. Um, but yeah, I see I see Real Madrid prevailing. Mm.
2: Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And then to be fair, I think um, recently, they've been cries for Eden Hazard to now starting the side and all the rest of it as well. Mm. So I don't know how much how much of a you know how much of an impact you'll have in the game, whether you even start, I don't know. But uh, I just think the momentum is definitely on romage's side, even though Jay as you said, I think um Mbappe's influence it, it can't be knocked as well. And
1: yes, yeah. and, yeah, so well,
2: really and, and obviously Messi as well and I think it's important for me to say this now like and j- just from what I can see Messi's Messi's numbers and stuff in terms of goals may not be what, what we're used to. But I think his influence now is basically in the part of the pitch that we all thought he eventually might drop into, which is in midfield and being the playmaker that he's always been. But this time round, actually, he him being further away from goal. So mm. he could do quite a bit of damage there. But it just depends on the way that PSG decide to set up. Um, mm. Yeah, so nah, we're going to have to wait and see him,
0: can't also, look to it. also, Gareth Bell, he started on the weekend against um mm. yeah, he started on the weekend, hit the hit the woodwork a couple of times, so you never know. He if he's the man okay. for the moment. I was gonna say, like I didn't
2: watch the game, so like how how do you look? Because I know there were a couple of pictures that came out of him looking a bit margar.
0: Like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <on that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, he looked he look um he look up for it, he looked motivated, he look um Pretty sharp for someone that hadn't played in a while. As I said, I think he got a few chances to score, um, so he's not totally sharp, but sharper than you'd think, and sharper than what those pictures would suggest. Um, oh. So, so I think he's he's potentially a, a weapon, maybe off the bench if um, if they need him. If he's if he's there, as you said, Hazard as well is there. It's experienced. Um, hasn't gone obviously swimmingly for him at Real Madrid, but. He's experienced and he's still got something. I think he's still got something there in the tank. So let's see. Fair,
1: fair, fair. Well, interesting. That's probably going to be the the one that we will watch then. Um, what's the next one?
2: Uh, you got Sporting. You got Sporting and City. Obviously, I think um, that's on. That's obviously on tomorrow. And then you got the. Lipes, you got the sorry, the Salzburg and Bayern game, and then the inter Liverpool game on Wednesday this week, and the rest mm. of the games the next week. Mm. So um, yeah. I mean, for me personally, looking at it, I'd probably say, yeah, easy. It should not easy win, but I think you would expect City to go through um in that game. Um, you know what? Salzburg, Salzburg at home. I don't know why. Like given Bayern's last couple of results, yeah, the the five one Hindin, the four two Hindin that they received, just I think <laughs> the weekend just, just gone as well. Like I I don't know. Like obviously this is the Champions League, so I could seem I would assume that Bayern should really come to the party, right? But Salzburg, there's something about them, man. There's something about them. Like, and who's who's the who's the young striker they've got up top as well? Is it adeemi yeah. yeah, like. I feel like there could be a bit of a story there um, mm. to unfold, so we'll see. But then, obviously, Inter-Liverpool, inter that's the other headline one. Um, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't, yeah. I don't know what you, might think here, but I, I feel like that might be a draw. and have to go back to Anfield to decide it.
0: Yeah. Um, well, just on Liverpool and Inter, um, I think Liverpool win that. I think Liverpool just <laughs> I think the depth that Liverpool are showing, yeah, um, this season and particularly coming into now, you've got Harvey Elliott who's back in it. Um and I'm surprised was saying Tati I think a couple of days ago or last week. Um I'm actually quite surprised at how he's developed since Liverpool um acquired him. He's he's developing into quite a little talented, talented baller. Um, The goal he scored in the FA Cup was was tremendous. Um, Mm -hmm. So they've got him, you've got Jota as well. I know Jota didn't play um, um, a large amount of the minutes um, on the weekend, but Jota, again, the way he's held it up whilst Mane and Salah were there shows that, again, he's another guy. He's a bit crafty, isn't he? um gets into gets into good positions, he's got a jump on him, got a leap on him, wins those balls. Um and yeah, he's just it's a tricky little player that that gets his goals. And then obviously you have got Salah and Mane back. Um both motivated for for different reasons. Sergio is motivated because obviously he wants to add another trophy to his 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 um his C V this season and and Salah Probably motivated because he needs to add a, a trophy to his CV, um, a big one, a big one like that. So, yeah, I think the depth that um, that Liverpool have, Thiago, Thiago being back as well, Fabinho scoring goals, the Munster goals getting the winner. But I think Liverpool will, will, will handle Inter. Just Inter have not had results go their way in Serie A recently. Um, I know they got a game in hand, but they, I think they sit second now. AC are, are top, um, and AC beat them recently, so they'll be they'll be tough opposition. Don't get me wrong, but um, I think Liverpool ultimately have too much too much for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. That's an interesting analysis. I think. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, it's a tough one to call. I, I, it's key that they that Inter will be missing Barella that's huge i think and i think for both legs as well um that's massive bastoni i don't know, i don't know if that's accurate i don't know if if bastoni i don't know if i saw that or i'm making up sorry but i feel like i saw bastoni though, he was he was um ruled out as well um and yeah i, I mean they they've had a couple of tough fixtures right obviously they, they drew with, with napoli and uh, and the Milan derby was 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 recently as well as you said, Jay. So those fixtures are pretty tough. Um, but you know they they still have some formidable formidable talent available. Like Jako has been in very good form. Um, Jay, it wasn't long after maybe a couple of weeks ago you you were talking about mm-hmm. Um very very tidy. Um, you know, so it, the threat is obviously still there. Um can never ever be underestimated. I'm I'm hoping that from a Liverpool perspective, um I've never seen this this amount of depth before, to be honest. Um certainly not under Klopp and um and probably not since Gerard Houllier, to be honest. Like that this, this amount of player this this amount of player depth available. You know, last couple of weeks, Joe Gomez and Origi have not even been able to make the bench, which is which is unheard of. Um, mm. So I think ironically, usually the team kind of picks itself for these kind of fixtures for Liverpool, but now we're going to see Klopp and whether he has the ability to to navigate his way through a tile like this with Triss, which I think mm. is quite a big thing because, you know, like for example, Henderson hasn't been in the greatest of form recent, but would he drop Henderson for a tile like this? I don't know. Um, Do you play, you know, somebody like Konate up against Djokovic, who offers a different kind of challenge, or do you play Matip, who's kind of made a couple of errors more recently in the last couple of weeks, before we didn't really have this choice? Um, And, you know, Jay, as you alluded to as well, with the striking situation or the offensive area situation, you've got Diaz now, or or should I say, Luis Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> i got to say it for people. see. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so Diaz is there. Um, and obviously, you've got Jota as well. But then, you know, for a way fixture like this, usually the trusted three are usually the ones deployed up front. And Firmino is usually trusted with holding possession and obviously, um, you know, providing a pathway forward for Salah money, but there's choice now. So it's ironic, man. You know, we're a little bit, I'm a little bit like, rah, okay, who does he go with? And what's the thinking here? Um, but I'm hoping that, you know, we can get a positive result. A draw isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, and then, yeah, you know, bring them back to Anfield and
0: and let it rip. <laughs> so see, you see, you, 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 you're following that bar, yeah? remember a couple of years ago, it was... Uh, yeah. Robert Sarko saying, wait till we get back to Anfield.
1: It was Real Madrid,
0: didn't it? It was Real Madrid. <laughs> like, athletic club. The... Oh, wait. Was it was at Athletic club, sorry. It was the... oh, at Athletic club. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right.
2: You're right. You're right. It right. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. right, uh, we'll was a bit big. let's not jinx it. They won't know how that turned out. It was a
1: bit bleak. Oh, bro, Tee, he's <laughs> doing He said, let's get back t- to Anfield. I said later, rip, boy. You know them ones? Yeah, Anfield, that's... T- yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm missing man, I'm missing, I'm missing. No, nah, it, it should be good. It's gonna be a spectacle. I think I think it will definitely be a good time. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping that Liverpool have got too much. That's my that's my wow. thought. I think Liverpool will win it narrowly. All mm-hmm. right, uh, cool. But yeah, so
2: I mean, I don't know if you man wanted to uh, speak on the other two games. Obviously, you spoke about City and um... So yeah, Sporting, I don't know if you had anything else to add to that. I think, I think we're in agreement that that should be a resounding win. Um,
0: yeah, I, I'm going to go for City. I think Sporting got slumped a couple of times in their group <laughs> group games, didn't they? Um, yeah. Uh, they the same group as ax isn't it? They got slumped yeah, a couple yeah, yeah, of times. Yeah. I think if they get getting slumped by Ajax, they, they're definitely getting slumped by <laughs> <so> City. <much. laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's the same type of ball. Same, similar, similar type of ball, should I say. Mm, um, yeah. So City should deal with that. Um, was other other game? Uh, yeah, it
2: was Salzburg, um, Bayern. And Bayern,
0: yeah. Austria, uh, Germany, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, thing with Salzburg is obviously they've got their league wrapped up in it, so they can put their all into mm-hmm. um, thing. I guess you can say the same for Bayern, um, but
2: um... <sighs> that, that's even cold, man. <laughs> <bro.
0: laughs> yeah, Dort- Dortmund still have a chance, bruv. They, they, if you, Liverpool a chance. As, as the professor used to say, mathematically we're still in it. So <laughs> mathematically, but um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be a cracking game actually. Salzburg and Bayern because I think there'll be a little bit of um. I think Salzburg have been giving it like in the media a bit about like yeah, well, you know we're gonna we're gonna give them a game and whatnot. And to be fair, their coach. He's again one of these young up and coming coaches, very exciting, Play some good, gets them to play some good football. Some of the youngsters that they've got in the team as well, like you guys mentioned, Adiemi, some of the other guys they got, you know, play some good football. So I think they will give Bayern a game. And the thing, one thing about Bayern, and we saw, we've seen in a couple of games that they've played in the league and and uh poke out is that um if you do prize the ball away from them, yeah, the counter is on. We've done. Mm. There are spaces to to attack with this, um, particularly with this Nanglesman Nanglesman buying team. So there is a route to goal, and let's not forget, there's no Neuer um, playing. He's he's had a he's had like a little, a small little surgery on his knee. Um, mm. So he's out for he's out for like a month or a month and a bit. So no Neuer. You probably people are probably thinking, ah, oh, it's just a goalkeeper. But I mean, he's key. We all know that he's very key for Bayern. He's key in general. He's their, he's their captain as well. I think. So I think Salzburg have got a route. There's a there's a there's a plan there if they can follow it. But be hard to doubt um, doubt you know the likes of um, Kimmich, Lewandowski, T's Man Muller. I know T likes Muller a lot. Um, <laughs> anyway, Sane Nabri, there's a lot of attacking talent in that Bayern side, like established attacking talent mm. that score world well loads of goals. So it's hard to look past them, but I think that actually could be a
1: good game. I think Salzburg will try and slug it out with them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think, um, it probably, probably steps too far for, for Salzburg with, with all due respect, but there are some exciting talents there that I'm sure will. We'll be keeping a lookout on but uh, yeah i expect Bayern to, to progress man there's a nice story with with Adayemi though because wasn't he at Bayern before yeah when I, I think in the academy yeah um and they've got a couple of the other youths that you know we've talked about offline sesco equator and these guys so let's see if they can make a name for themselves man this is this is a big opportunity for them so yeah um even though we, we, might, we might not back them to progress at least they, they have a platform to To show
0: themselves,
1: yeah, definitely. So, yeah, boy, that's pretty much it, isn't it? I think
2: for this year, yeah, that's that's it, that's it for this week, and then obviously, you've got the fixes next week, but yeah, we can leave it until then because you know, you just know how the weekend injuries injuries kick in and all the rest of it just changes the whole dynamic. So, let's not (laughs)
1: trust, (laughs) trust, 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 yeah, that makes sense, man. Did you boys catch any of the Premier League action then on the weekend?
2: Um me personally, yeah, I caught caught a couple. Um mm. I think namely the United Southampton one, if I'm gonna be honest. Um the everton Leeds one caught a bit of that as well. Yeah. Um yeah, I have missed missed the rest of them.
1: But mm.
2: yeah, there's, there's oh yeah, and then obviously Newcastle uh, Asifilla as well. That was a really that was a really good game. That
0: was a really mm. good game. So, so so Newcastle, yeah, I think me. Particularly me and me and T are gonna, uh, you know, gonna have to get our hat prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my hat here. We'll get, we might have to get our hat prepared. I, have mine for, for, for week, I <laughs> yeah.
1: have mine for next week, in <laughs> it. I have mine for next
0: week. It's, it's crazy, but we we definitely put them down. We put Eddie Howe down as well. <laughs> T T T. Hey. Yeah, putting down, for, um, but three wins in a spin, like nine yeah, points, like hey. out of relegation. Who would have thought Trippier would have been their
1: key player to get them out of it? I, I think I, I I threw him a bit of slander as well, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. To, to be
2: fair, I don't like, if we're going to be honest, I didn't blame you guys for doing so. So, yeah, just, just when you think about past trends, past, you know, sort of events, especially with Bournemouth and all the rest of it, Eddie House records, yeah, it didn't, it didn't really, you know, sprite anyone with a lot of confidence. Mm. Um, that Newcastle could do what they were doing. But, you know, a couple of pods ago, I did say those next six fixtures that they had, like especially playing at home, you know, the the home fans and, like, you know, after the January signings and all that sort of stuff as well, it just seemed like they could just pick up points. And that's what they're doing now. So, um, you know, it, it could all be premature. You just never know. All it takes is one or two injuries, like the one Trippier got. You got, I heard today you got a metatarsal as well, so that, that could be him Ooh. done, yeah. Mm. So that could be him done already. So, like, um, a few more of not, those, not wishing them bad or anything like that, but a few more, you know, key injuries in fight positions to key members of the squads, yeah, it could just go back and forth reversal, but um, mm. I think for right now. Yeah, it looks it looks promising, man. And and, to, and I'll say for one as well, I know Mark's not here today just to sort of speak on Villa's side and that, and I'm sure he'd have a lot to say about their performance. Although I didn't feel like they performed that badly, Newcastle were were really really good. I think this is the first performance I've seen from them in a very long time, where everything came together. You know, they they actually pushed up really high. The gaps mm. between midfield and defense weren't as large as we as we used to be basically used to seeing them. Um and they were brave. More importantly, they were brave. They were actually mm. brave going forward as well. So I think it really came together. And in St. Maximin, like he I mean, okay, it's it's he's just he's just on another level. Um the fact that they've now got the owners that they've got doesn't give him reason to leave anymore. Because mm. before that. I would have said that he had to get snapped up, but bro, at this moment in time, yeah, he's he's just number one, and he he deserves that number ten shirt as well. That he that is his team, he is their talisman. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I know you're a big fan of 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 Saint Max. Ah, huge man, huge.
2: him up tomorrow if I could.
1: (laughs) Honestly. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, that that well done to them, innit? I mean, I think it's five games unbeaten now. Um, and that's, that's, that's pretty big in terms of picking up momentum. Um, like you say, yeah, I'm not going to be premature. And, and I wouldn't say that like J and Ash, ER hats now, but it, yeah. looks, it looks, it looks like a certain, it looks like they're going in the a certain direction. So fair play to them. Well, but, um, but Watford, what direction are Watford going? <laughs> we, we, we had them to stay, stay the league as well, innit? not to... Yeah. You know what? I, I thought that those guys, yeah, because they had the ability to score goals, and, and kind of come with a bit of um wild card energy. You know what I mean? Like they just in, in any game, you don't know what could happen, but they could always score goals. And I thought, okay, yeah, like, you know, our guy, Tristy Kong, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but there's always goals in there. There's there's like Josh King, there's um there's uh, Pedro, um, there's obviously Dennis. And um, you know, like a couple of times this season as well, like Sissoko has been has performed quite well with a lot of penetrating runs but like through the middle. And I thought with the amount of scores they have in the side, uh sorry, I've even missed um Sa. Look at that. How can I even mm-hmm. miss that? Um that's a lot of ability to 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 create and score. And I thought that okay, um, whilst the Watford story is, is one of uh I don't know chaos for for, for whatever yeah. better word they would be able to 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 survive mainly because of their competitors as well don't seem like they're able to perform and do mm-hmm. the same thing. If we look at Burnley, Burnley scored like what I think like seventeen goals this mm-hmm. season in in the league, um, and then Newcastle before looked a bit worthless. Um, You know, if Callum Wilson wasn't there, then how are they getting goals? You know. And uh, yeah, just looking at leads as well, decimated with injuries uh, what's going to happen with them. So I guess a combination of what for able to score and the competitors as well, not being as uh, being able to, to replicate the same kind of thing, I was thinking, boy yeah, maybe they've got a chance why well, it's looking a bit different now. Yeah, they look
0: like they're, they're just like they've got a, a block, like a big block. Um, handcuffed to their legs or stuff, or tied to their legs, and they're just sinking. You know what I mean? You know what the yeah. goals? The goals seem to have dried up, in
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? On that yeah, it's mad. Um, someone, <laughs> someone I know was like, uh, uh, when when the whole Emmanuel Dennis thing kicked off, he was like, ah, oh, um, there's going to be a mad, a mad thing. There's going to be basically a downturn in form yeah. for Watford because of <laughs> because of the Dennis thing. And what they tried to do to Sare as well, and boy, you know, I guess since then I don't think Dennis a squad. <laughs> so, <who?
2: Hey, laughs> so, hey, I uh, are you man trying to say that there are powers that are more powers in the background. <laughs> <That> work, <bro. laughs> I was like, bro, going <laughs> nah, work, bro. I'm not going
0: to say the word did it, but boy,
1: bro, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm going to do the same as you and take a leaf from your book. I'm not going to commit to anything. I just, I just heard a rumor. <laughs> and that's and that's and that's how I'm going to leave it. Still,
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's or a
1: theory, I should say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, do you know what? So moving on, um, Everton. I watched the Everton and Leeds game. Everton was versus Leeds was yeah. Um, that was a mad game. I don't know if you man caught that.
2: Yeah, I caught a bit of it. Caught a bit mm-hmm. of it. Um, nah, you know what? I'll give them their props after the, I would say, abject display against Newcastle. I mean, I was just speaking about Newcastle earlier in that. Um, I mean, Everton themselves didn't really put up a fight against Newcastle anyway, but that performance mm. from start to finish, I, I haven't seen a more complete performance from an Everton side, like in that way, in a in a very long time. Yeah. It, 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 it was kind of rock and rollish, you know? Yeah, like, it was yeah, really yeah, good, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, it's a bit mad. Yeah. Like,
2: the leads got cooked, and if I remember, wait, Rafina got subbed at half time, didn't he? he yeah, got he up, yeah. yeah. Got
1: cooked,
2: that's yeah. mad, bruv.
1: Yeah,
2: that's mad. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I watched the game in fits and, and bursts, but like from what I saw, yeah, yeah, man, they, they looked good. I know it's one game, but they looked good,
1: indeed. Yeah, it's this one game, and that's what that's what you're saying offline as well. So, we don't get carried away with them. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, you know, completely, bro. I I, I I echo your thoughts because what I saw, um, I, I watched. The, I watched pretty much like a significant majority of the game, and it was like they were on some high octave, <laughs> you know, some yeah. next next kind of thing. And like the, the press was there. Um, it looked relatively organized. They looked like they had fresh impetus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and they tapped into you know. The energy of Anthony Gordon—he was very, very, very live. It will be as well. Probably the best performance yeah. I've seen. Him—he mm-hmm. yeah. was really good. Um, and you know, I, I guess that kind of seeped out to the rest of the team. You know, I think I think it was Seamus Coleman who got the first goal. Yeah. And yeah. Um,
2: and it's mad how he got it as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was Even In those positions, that is crazy.
1: Again, that's that. Uh, maybe that speaks to some of the things that Lampard trying to embed. And within them. Um, and whilst it's early doors, like I suppose for those guys, it's good to see that the spirit of of Everton and you know some of the things we alluded to a few weeks back, like the like the identity, you know, um, in and the tradition. And that's how Everton play. That's 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 what they're usually about. They create a good atmosphere, it's high tempo, they 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 get on the necks of their opponents and um, you know. I think Calvert-Lewin didn't have his best game. It doesn't necessarily look like he's 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 fit just yet. But mm. he was buzzing off of you know Richarlison, and and you can see as well it will be like we said. And Gordon were just creating havoc, and they were getting goals from all over the pitch. So um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how how Everton continue because I thought that they were gonna run out of steam, especially against Leeds, a side who have you know um, who are renowned for their fitness and and you know pushing teams to the limit. I thought oh yeah maybe at half time they're gonna they might use off they might they might look to sit in a little bit catch these mm-hmm. on the on the counter but they as you said black like, Kofi they 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 maintained it for the whole game. <laughs> you know it's crazy crazy yeah. energy and and even even to add insult to Lee's injury rondon almost scored a, a mad goal at the end. Mm-hmm. Almost scored a oh, yeah. that was wild
2: wild wow, the ball that Ali played Oh my gosh, bruv. The ball was ridiculous. Like you know, you know what? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. So I apologize for even slandering Dali Ali earlier in the season. I know there was. I know during the Conference League campaign, I came out and I said, "Yo, this guy did not even look like a footballer anymore. He couldn't even make five yard passes." I think. I think. I I think. I made a comment like, and it was actually factual. It's actually factual. Like he he didn't make one complete pass. Mm. in the whole game that he was actually on the field and all the rest of it. And I said he didn't look like a footballer anymore. But it just goes to show, boy, you know, a new environment and that new, spe- spe- you know, lease of life, you know, playing playing in behind um, cross-field balls, you know, from mad angles, you know, trying to set up to school. Like, yeah, and Rondon, I mean, if Rondon is going to be coming on and being, you know, being as lively as he was, even for that opportunity there, then boy I guess called call Lampard the saviour from now and I think Everton yeah. fans won't be complaining going forward about him being a southerner and all the rest of it if you know what I mean like that whole <laughs> dynamic there so yeah we'll see
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely it's, yeah it's an interesting one we'll, we'll, we'll keep a watch out for, for how those stories develop and, and um, <laughs> also very special mention for, for for Donny van de Beek for, <laughs> yeah. for Marky in particular but hey, Marky was keen he wanted to speak about him tonight, but we're not going to do that. So, sorry bro, yeah. maybe we'll pick up next time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know what? I, I think it's wise, because I think even me and Jay spoke offline, was we just like, nah, like we we need to know whether this is really truly um, mm. a thing. And even just a just the theme, I think um, I even just touched on it with Daddy Ali, you know, uh, you know, change of impetus, you know, new side, new lease of life, that type of thing. We need to we need to fully assess and see whether um, this isn't just like a whole heap of adrenaline in these mm. men now kicking in, you know, and it do, it just doesn't like it just wears off really really quickly. Because mm. um, I think we even touched on it earlier. You don't want to now t- talk about things too soon, and then the very next week look like you, you didn't know what the hell you were talking about because your opinion was based on based on one performance really,
1: you mm. know. So,
2: but that's not what we do here. Well, we try not mm. to do that. Per se, so I think it's wise that we wait. Um, but I, feel, but I do feel like in in terms of in terms of signings and you know new surroundings and even even just being able to play certain positions and stuff, it's definitely really important for us to cover. So we'll definitely wait for Mark, Mark for that because I know he has, like you said, big input on that. So I think it's only fair that we wait for our brother to come back <laughs> and then we discuss it.
1: <laughs> you yeah, just I mean? Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely. So we'll we'll pick that one up and um, just I, I suppose the opposite energy has been a you know a, um, United and and Spurs seem to be in the mud per se. Um, <laughs> you know <laughs> um, any thoughts on <laughs> any thoughts? I, I know you wanted to speak about Spurs, Jay. But, <laughs> um, any thoughts in particular around uh, the last couple of results and and and, and maybe Conte? Yeah, Jay, take time, yeah,
0: please. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot to say, you know, about Spurs. Like I keep saying that they you know, Spurs are Spurs are Spurs, Spursy. But um, no, authentic. it's it's. I'm I'm actually quite shocked that they haven't taken advantage of, you know, I think certain games that they've had. You'd think that, yeah, you know, it's it's it's, it's weird because. and they it won the minute. The... and they had a couple of games where they my back yeah you know
1: you're yeah, back, yeah, yeah. back
0: you back yeah yeah no I was just saying that um, was it Leicester that they played and they got that last minute win um, yeah. Spurs yeah mm-hmm. so they've, they've had a few games like that where they've got they've had these kind of euphoric wins where you know they win it in the last minute and whatnot and it's probably their their fans go home really happy and that and whatnot. But um I'm 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 a bit surprised that they're not making more of a challenge for um this top four, considering that okay, Spurs are Spurs. They're not you know, they haven't got the best um, team in the league, per se, that but they still have got free in terms of attack, they have got a lot of options up top. Um I felt like Conte coming in had kind of convinced if not um you know the squad but at least you know Harry Kane their main man you know to, to to give it to give it a go at least for this season. Um and we spoke a while ago about you know how the impact he was having on their mentality and then you know they go ahead and um lose 2-0 at home to Wolves. Um but I mean it's not even just the losing. Wolves are playing are playing good football. They're they're you know they're a talented side at the moment. They're playing very well under Bruno. But it's the way that they lost, the goals that they conceded um, at home, um, and I know he's not T's favourite person, but I mean, some of the what you expect from Loris, um, someone experienced like that, some of the ways you know he was going about, particularly the first one where, where he pumped it right out, like you know, um, and that's the kind of things that I think when Conte looks at this Spurs side, he says, "No, nah, we haven't got, you know." minerals yeah. we haven't got the mentality we haven't got what it takes really to think and it's funny because in the press in the post-match interview he was asked about you know top four and he was just like you know what? i don't like talking about top four because i'm used to having other targets and i thought that was that was really telling you know um but speaks Kobe, demand, you... Though. yeah 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 he said nah bro. the top the, the top four talk Leave that to Arsenal, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, Arsenal. Um, he said, I'm used to having other targets. I'm used to, you know, going for the title with Kofi, obviously, you know, Chelsea. Mm. You know, and he this is a manager who walked from a title winning team. Like he just he just won the title with, with Inter and he'd walked because of the ambition um mm. that he perceived wasn't, you know, where his ambition was. So i just a bit sceptical about how all this match between Conte and Spurs will go um, but yeah I'm, pr- I'm pretty surprised I thought Spurs would um, really go for this this top four um, but it seems like it's, it's on a string um, so yeah I, 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 you know it's not over yet but <laughs> It doesn't it doesn't look too good the wolves game didn't you know the way they lost I, you know it wasn't too too clever um I don't know what mm. you might think
1: yeah um I'm I mean firstly I suppose I'll give credit to Southampton. Um is it Southampton they played who they played wolves, no, wolves, so, wolves, wolves, wolves sorry yeah. they played Southampton before right yeah. yeah 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 so sorry I'll give credit to Wolves um because Wolves off the back of the result against Arsenal, um, I was wondering if the pressure was getting to them because there was a couple of um, you know a couple of people started saying, oh, okay, yeah, you know, Wolves are in with a shout for top four, uh, me and myself, and, and then maybe they, they kind of started to fall at the hurdle. But um, yeah, credit to Wolves. I Spurs, I, I'm getting conflicting messages. It's strange. And main, I'm mainly looking at Conte and we know obviously Conte is quite vocal a vocal manager, as you were saying Jay, Um, but he's always talked about patience and he always talks about um, Spurs not quite being there. So I wonder um, what what exactly he's looking for and does he believe he's going to get the tools to do what he would like to do there? Um, You know, I suppose one thing I could say in defence of Spurs is that Son has just come back from injury. I mean, Kane... Whoa. Well, okay. So the last couple of games, they have created opportunities. I can't say that they haven't created opportunities. Um, they haven't taken them at key points. Um, I, I've, I've had the Southampton game on my mind because I think there were some key t- opportunities that Kane missed. Um, yeah. And I think maybe it's not scoring at pivotal times. Um, I'm not so sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm not getting... I'm not getting a conviction. Like, Jay, I remember you saying very clearly, you know, when Conte took over, there was a few results that, that they picked up and some momentum that they were building. Conte mm-hmm. went nine games unbeaten in the league as well. Um, and I remember thinking, okay, this is a building but for them to, to, to progress off of. But for some reason, the, the air seems to come out of the cells a little bit. Um, and I don't know if, if this is the, ma- the new manager bounce wearing off, and that this is just the reality of where they're at it doesn't really make sense because they do have the quality, you know, and they brought in some quality as well, so um, you know, Benton Kerr is not a small boy by any stretch, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, like we are saying, it seemed like Kane maybe was getting in finding a vein of form, but I'm not sure with Spurs, it's a weird one, I'm not sure, like I, I don't know if this is a Spursy thing or like they're just having a bit of a downturn um, yeah. I don't know I really don't know
2: I was going to say um I feel like for them the, the type of and th- this is this is um all of Conte's sides they they're very known for very very like high energy type of football even even when they're quite um pragmatic in the way that they set up and all the rest of it right um we all know how Spurs's um, preseason went you know how the start of the season went and all the rest of it I just think now is really really now showing where mm. they're at, like in terms of as in terms of a squad, like in in terms of their conditioning, because yeah, they are foot footballers, footballers are fit, right? But to play a certain type of way requires you to be able to have certain, you know, cert- Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you, I think you guys kind of know where I'm, Joe. Where I'm going with this. Like, they yeah. just don't have the legs to be able to carry out, you know, certain, you know, playing a certain type of way for, for an extended period of time. Um, because I mean, T, you speak about, I know you mentioned Southampton, um, and I'll give them, I even, you know, touch on them very quickly. The, the performance that Southampton put in against them, oh, they overran Spurs. I know Spurs took the lead, and I mean, yeah, they gave it, gave it away in the end, but it just kind of told me that, yeah, these guys don't really have the legs or the energy to really get about and really, really win their 50 50s on a regular basis. So, um, it goes. It goes back to the. It goes back to the basics, really. Um, you know, have a really good preseason and see where you go from there. The preseason sets you up for how the rest of the season goes. And generally speaking, we've seen down in history already. Anyone that has a really poor preseason usually doesn't have a really good season at all. So I think now we're basically seeing that. So mm. we'll just have to see.
0: We'll just have to see yeah. with them. Yeah, that's a key point. Um, if you're not like, yeah, if you're not firing, it's not even like on top of what you've said, Kofi, as well, mentally as well, you start making mm. like silly you can end up saying making silly mistakes if you're not on point with some of the ways that Conte wants you to play, um and the intensity. among um, things some of the statistic defending that was going on with um with Spurs. Um yeah.
1: We'll we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we will indeed, man. We probably don't have time to talk about United, but we all know what's going on there. So,
2: yeah. And if you don't know, you're living under a rock. But yeah, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, man. Let's wrap it up here, boys. Thanks right, to cool. everyone for joining oh. us, man.
2: Oh, actually, before we, before we wrap up, i have got one more question. Joe, yeah. oh, we've got yeah. another 30 seconds. Very, very quick one, just a yes or no. Is the title race over?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> but T, you told you told us that it wasn't. Remember? Oh, was a long time ago. it was only a, a, a month or so ago. Wow. But okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Wait, um, yeah. On? The t- Yeah. No. The t- um, I mean, I've I've said it. The title has been over since a while back.
2: Okay. Cool. All right. What I, do you I, think? I, I, I think it. I think it might very well still be on. Um, the game in hand mm. that Liverpool have. And the fact that they play C, I think they're going to have C. And I think that, that three point gap there, that's when it's squeaky bum time. But yeah, that, I thought I'd just ask anyway, just put it in there, you know, just to end off the, the stream and that. But yeah.
1: I love that. That's a great way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's I see. Let's have it. Yeah, trust me. Thanks to everyone for listening, man. Appreciate it. We'll catch you yes. next week again, same time, 7 pm. Go. Cool.
2: See you later,
0: guys. Cool. Take care.